Welcome back into the 143. We are here with you under review, episode 40, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. We have made it to the big 4-0. We are 12 weeks away from a year. Mm, that's counting a close down. one. Well, Nick and I, see, the thing is, Nick and I are counting down to the, the 52nd episode because we're going to go out and celebrate when that 52nd one comes out. Just our, a year on of our one-year anniversary. We've made some serious progress in a year. I challenge y'all to go back... Actually, don't go back, but just just know that our first episode, just think about the, the sound quality was was something, and the video quality. I feel like just everything. The video quality from episode we, one. To it now was is, it's we've better. made some significant improvements. We have made some changes. We have grown. We have grown for sure. I think for the better. I think where we are at now is the best that it has ever been. Absolutely. And this is a team effort, so uh, I appreciate everything that you've contributed, Nick. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate everything that you have contributed. And I have to say a brief thing before we start, um, just to our listeners, our viewers everywhere. Um, go vote, okay? Election time's coming up. Be involved in your country and go vote. And no, that was not specially requested for me to tell that to, uh, by somebody else. Hmm. Just kidding, it was. Somebody said I should mention voting in our podcast just because it's a patriotic thing to do. And are we not Americans? Can I I ask who that was? No, you can't. I have a guess. No, you can't ask who that was. All right. That tells me I know exactly who it is. (laughs) Okay, moving into the um, content for this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, by the way, the voting thing is not just me, though, because the NFL is also um, putting that out there. Vote.org. So... Mm. Go look that up. Go vote, guys, for the right people, okay? But this is not a political podcast, so let's get into football. So, um, obviously, just another another week in the NFL went by. Uh, so, we're going to talk about that. And um, we'll start us off with the stat of the week, brought to you by Andrews Logistics, our wonderful sponsor. Um, the stat is that Tennessee beat Alabama this weekend in a shocking upset down in old Knoxville. Mm. And uh, it was a field goal at the last second. It was the probably worst kicked field goal I might have ever seen. Yeah, he kicked a little a little knuckler. I'm not sure how it went in, but it did, and they won. And that is the first time in 15 years that Tennessee has beaten Alabama. And I want to say maybe the la- was the last time it happened with Peyton or after that, Peyton Manning. I think it was after that. It was after that? Okay. Because the last time they beat him was like in 07, I think. Yeah. Anyways, it's it's the first time in 15 years. Good job, Tennessee. In light of that, your player of the week is Jalen Hyatt. He put on a stellar clinic last Saturday with six receptions for 207 yards and five touchdowns. That is a beast mode stat right there, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, low-key kind of put the team on his back for like a good bit of it he was it was like long touchdown play after long touchdown play from that guy yes um i was impressed he has some wheels i'd never even heard of him before also i did not know this but hooker the quarterback for tennessee uh told told to me last night by our boy matthew hammond or matty ice as we like to call him Mm -hmm. hooker's like 25 years old I did not know that. That was news to me. So, I didn't realize that we had yeah. a, a man 
out there playing with so children. no wonder he's in the heisman front runnings right now he's been in college football he's been for in like college five years for, yeah so hey congrats sam we love to see bama go down and him couldn't do it the week before because mm-hmm. let's face it we are terrible this year but um it was nice to see them lose good job to tennessee way to end that drought very high scoring game it was pretty exciting to watch <laughs> it's kind of like a big 12 game touchdown after touchdown but we are not here to talk about college football today we just had to light up that one particular that was a great spot game. of the weekend. Yes. We had to give our boy some credit. Give the credit where it's due. But let's talk about the NFL, Nick. Let's let's jump into it. Um, a very sad week for us as Cowboys fans because we lost to the Eagles, which is so annoying. I can't even tell you how annoying it is, but I'm going to because this is a podcast and that's what we do. Mm. But it hurt. Um I don't know. I wasn't too high on the fact that... I'm not impressed with the Eagles. I have to be completely honest with you. I mean, the second quarter, if that goes any differently, the Cowboys win the game, right? I think the Eagles have shown... They are not a second-half team. They're not a second-half team. They got 20 points in the second quarter. So if our defense doesn't just... I don't know. They were, for some reason, just non-existent in the second, in the second quarter. quarter. Yeah. If that doesn't happen, then the Cowboys very well win. That's not even just against us. The Eagles like consistently have scored yeah, tons like, of you points can in the at, first half. You can half. look at the game against the Commanders and the game against the Jaguars. It's the same thing. Like They have not been very productive in the second half. They apparently have a really easy schedule this year. Um, so you might not get to see them play in a lot of tough games, but... I think once we hit playoff, I mean the Eagles will make the playoffs, but maybe maybe once I don't even know the NFC. The NFC is so bad. Like the Bucks lost to the Steelers. Yeah, this it was kind of up and down. It almost was lost to the Panthers with PJ Walker. The as their Jets beat the Packers. The Jets did. I love in that. Lambeau. I love that. I love that. But it, Give I was me some more. I was very surprised. Because, I was shocked. I mean, I don't know. The Jets have just never been them. It's an interesting year. The Jets are four and two. The Giants are five and one. Weirdly. Um, Nick, I have to ask you this. We are six weeks into the season. Mm-hmm. What team so far has disappointed you the most? I am gonna have to say so actually it's funny because three teams come to mind. And okay. they are all three in the same division. All right. But the one team that I'm going to go with is the Raiders. Really? No, yes. yeah, the Raiders are. Sitting at a one and four. That's embarrassing. Okay. I mean, they started worse than they did last year. And, and they added Devontae Adams. The roof was set so high for them. Like, the bar was is way up here for them after getting Devontae Adams and they have just not And he's been, been producing. Yeah, they like, just he's been doing good. Their defense has not been performing well and then I don't know, the offense just can't seem to get anything started. It's funny cuz the other two teams that I had in mind were um the Broncos and the Chargers. Yeah, the Broncos have been Russell Wilson is is terrible right now. I don't know if this is just a like we said at the beginning of the season, it's going to take some time. They're going to lose some games. But he's just not looking like himself right now. It's um, just like at what point are we going to say that it is Russell and Wilson's I think, fault? I think Nathaniel Hackett's also not a very good head coach. But I, I think the Broncos are really disappointing. The Ravens, they cannot perform in crunch time. 
They will lead for an entire game and then lose it They've at the blown end. two fourth-quarter leads. Like, obviously, the big one was against the Dolphins, and then they were ahead by 10 against the Giants um, with, like, six minutes left. And they, and and they, they ended lost. up losing. Um, They've been very disappointing. Um, the Rams, let's talk about the Rams for a sec. Um, Matthew Safford is not looking great this year at all. He's thrown... I think uh, the stat was eight picks in six games. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's, that's right. That's pretty bad. That's very bad. Uh, that is atrocious. And I I want to say um, at least two of those have been pick sixes as far as I know. At least two. I know for sure one because the, the one he had against the Panthers. And then the, there was one against the Niners that okay, I remember. Okay, so he has at least two. Did he, he didn't throw one with us. A pick six. No, he didn't. He threw a pick, but not a pick six. Yes, obviously the Rams, everyone had high hopes for them because they had a lot of, a lot of dudes coming back. Obviously, Cooper Cup is coming off a stellar season. Same thing with um, uh, with Matthew Stafford. And then defensively, they stayed the same. Added Bobby Wagner, but they lost Vaughn Miller. But, I mean, still nothing too crazy there. So everyone was kind of expecting the same Rams team that we saw last year. And it's just not... Like Aaron Donald has not been performing up to his standards. No, it's been it's been weird. Um the NFC is just like we were saying before, they're just not good right now. And our best teams are out of our division, I'm pretty sure. It's like us. I would say it's like, the Eagles, it's us, the Giants right I now. I guess for some maybe reason. you could say the Giants because they're they have a better record than us right now. But see, I just don't I, I still I don't, just see don't it think lasting. the Giants are good. And I don't see the Eagles thing lasting either because I think the second half is going to come back to bite them eventually. It's got to. Mm-hmm. I hope it does, but I just I I don't know what to think. I've been shocked. I mean, like the Chiefs Bills game though, that was living up to everyone's expectations. Mm-hmm. That game was very good. Just a a battle, a defensive battle, and then Josh Allen and and Patrick Mahomes just they were cooking. And uh, obviously, it came down to Patrick Mahomes throwing a pick to end the game, and the Bills, the better, in my opinion, the better team won. Like the Bills are just insanely good this They're year. They're by far the most sound team this year. Uh, the only thing was the game started a little bit shaky to me because uh, you had the Bills driving down to the red zone, and then they fumble mm-hmm. off of that interesting. Just it was just it was just a weird mishap because yep. Josh Allen. Pitches it on the option, and his guy's not even looking. It hits him in the face, and then the Chiefs get it. And then McKenzie. the Chiefs drive down, and Mahomes throws a pick in the end zone. A ball that should never have been thrown. Yeah, he, he should have just like double th- thrown it away and just taken the field goal. But um, it ended up being a thrilling game, and the, the Bills won. So I th- I just think it's been such it's been such an interesting season because – the teams that are supposed to be good, like the Bills and the Chiefs, they're good, but the rest of the teams that are supposed to be good are absolutely failing right now. There's just kind of And I'm not including the Cowboys in that because the Cowboys are working through some quarterback issues at the moment because let's face it, we knew Cooper Rush wasn't gonna like, you know, remain undefeated. But um I mean I think I still think he deserves a lot of credit. He did a great and job. He has nothing to hang his head about. Obviously, he's five and one as a starter, four and one this season. He's given Dak plenty 
of yeah, time to recover. To recover, and all of that is due to his success. Because say he comes out week two and loses to the Bengals, well, maybe we're thinking, well, we got to rush Dak back because exactly we might drop the next four games. We won the games we, we were supposed play to play without Dak. Yeah, like with Cooper Rush, there was never like. Like we beat the Giants. And we expected him to beat the Giants and the Commanders, and, and then he did. we knew that the Bengals, Rams, that could have gone either way. And at we the beat time, both of them. And he ended up beating both of them. And obviously, the Eagles are a tough team to beat right now, and we were there, and um, our defense gave up twenty in the we second st- quarter. But they still took it to the last two minutes of the game. Yeah. So I think um, Dak will be back. I think for the next game against the Lions, and you can't really like. Count the lines out. They are very good at scoring. Their defense is atrocious. So Dak mm-hmm. hopefully will have a really good game to come back for for them, but our defense needs to lock down. Um, but I think the Cowboys should be okay. But my prediction is that we will have a season where we make it to the playoffs and lose first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are not looking like a Super Bowl team or even a division Dak round. should come back prepared and more ready than ever because he's obviously he's had all this time off. But then the other thing is we play Detroit at home, and then we get to play Chicago at home, and then we have a bye week. Yes. So and then we pe- then we play like at Lambeau. He gets three more weeks off. It's like two scrimmages and then a bye week, and, and then we go to Lambeau. And his job his job is on the line now because Cooper Rush has shown that he can play quarterback. That There's we, no guarantee yeah. Dak wins the game against Philly even though Cooper Rush didn't. I don't even know if Dak would have. I really don't think he would have. So I'm just saying his job is not guaranteed no matter how much money you're making. Jerry Jones has already said he'd love to see a competition. If Dak starts failing, they'll put Cooper Rush in. So Well, because Cooper Rush has proved that he can win. Is there ever... I, I'll say this. The only other time Dak was playing against some kind of competition, competition from within the team was his rookie season when Tony Romo was coming back and you were like, do you start Tony or Dak? Dak lit it up that season, only mm-hmm. three losses. So maybe now Dak will have some kind of pressure to perform and that will enable him to be a lot better because we need some something. I, I think the last few seasons there's been some fire missing because he's like, I'm the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. We don't have a, we never had a better this money replacement. That he is not, worth at all yeah and we don't have a way to get another better quarterback than him but now we do have one on the bench who's shown to be really good and so Mm -hmm. Dak has now got to perform or he loses his job the other thing that surprised me is the second half Zeke that I saw that was rookie Zeke that was rookie Zeke Zeke came out to play Sunday night yes I was very very impressed and very happy with his performance. Like he played absolutely out of his mind. And if you've listened to our podcast at all, we have done a lot of dogging on Zeke. And yes. I think he has done a good job so far this year to kind of he, fight against that. He's looking more like aggressive because he usually dances behind the line, like waiting for the hole. And now he just like dives right in. He just I would goes have to think it. that it's partly him in his mind saying that, well, I mean, we have Tony Pollard, this guy who's a backup, and he's, you know, everyone everyone wants to see this guy play. He's got a lot of talent and a lot of potential. So yeah, Tony Pollard I, is still really good, If too. I'm terrible, then I could very well but lose my spot. The, 
all, the thing that Zeke is also way better than Tony Pollard at is blocking. Tony Pollard cannot block. Zeke is a great blocking back. Zeke is also not afraid to take on that screaming linebacker that yes. comes in the gap. He's willing to just stick his head down and take a shot. So, and that's what I can appreciate. Also, Zeke is in a contract year because um, his contract works out to where this was the last year where he gets a huge buyout mm-hmm. if we cut him. So next year, like we could cut him at the end of this year and not have to suffer for it. So he knows he's got to perform this year, and he's doing a great job so far. So hopefully he keeps it up, and Tony Pollard's been doing pretty well. So our running game's not been a problem. Um, hopefully our O-line can stay healthy. We are having a few like small injuries on that O-line. We've seen some very small issues. I would say for the most part they've done well. The biggest yeah. issue in the game that I saw was – that last interception that Cooper rushed through, he had CeeDee Lamb wide open down the sideline, and he got hit as he was throwing it, so it was just this little duck that yeah. fluttered to the middle of the field, and the safety just came and made a great play on the ball. Also, I, would like, I was thinking about this last night. We were very, very skeptical and critical in the offseason whenever we saw the Cowboys go out and get Cavante Turpin. The mm-hmm. USFL yeah. MVP, and I have to be honest, he has done pretty well as a returner. He's a pretty lethal returner. Like he looks good, he looks quick, he hits the holes very hard. He looks like he knows what he's doing. Um, so I have been very surprised with his performance. And I very, think he's been very apt. the off-season players that we got, aside from James Washington, because I have yet to see James Washington take the field. They've been pretty decent. Like our draft guys, Tyler Schmidt's been doing very well. Um, so we, we got drafted a lot of really flack well for that one for most holding penalties. Yeah, but he's been doing very well, and he's been limiting his penalties. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just we didn't make bigger moves, and we we needed to make bigger moves, but the moves we made were pretty decent. So they've been paying off pretty well. Um, I just think the Cowboys. We got to figure out what we're doing offensively. Defensively, we've got it covered. We know what our identity is. It's our defense. We know. We just have to remember, even when Dak comes back, our identity on our offense is running. We run the ball first and then throw it second. Mm-hmm. And Dak's going to come back and want to prove to everybody that he's fine. He's going to want to throw a bunch. But Dak is better. Here, Here's a stat that I may have said before, but I'll say it again. In Dak's rookie season, the Cowboys led the league in rushing attempts. And Dak was amazing. This season, we also lead the league in rushing attempts, and we're still winning. So the Cowboys mm-hmm. win when we run the ball. If Dak wants to impress me, he doesn't need to be throwing for 350 yards a game because, obviously, that is impressive. That's not Dak, But when though. he tries for that, that's when he has all those interceptions yes. and he comes up short, right? He want, If he wants to impress me, what he needs to do is just win games. Got to do whatever you can. Just win, about stat win games, and I will be... Also, like, okay. he has 300-yard games all the time, but they're mostly in garbage time when we're already we're losing. Yes, absolutely. So we need to fix that. We need to get it back. Dak's going to come back. We're happy he's back. We just need him to play a little bit more like Cooper Rush and the fact that it's not always about throwing the ball. Just do what it takes to win the game like Cooper Rush has been doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're excited to welcome Dak back. So let's talk about fantasy, go into our short fantasy segment before we close. Yep. Uh, what a week in fantasy football! It's been it's been a ride, an interesting ride for sure. This season, um, quarterback wise, 
I don't even know what to do with quarterbacks at this point. Josh Allen's uh, the consistent one. I I mean, Joe Burrow came out and put up 33 out yep. of nowhere. Obviously, like you said, Josh Allen, he's been playing the same. Russell Wilson's been consistent in the fact that he has not been doing anything. He's been giving like less than 10 yep. every week. The and, big, um, uh, one big waiver wire pickup this uh, this past week was Deion Jackson. And uh, I'd like to highlight that because that's – that's who I snagged. Okay. Stuck him in at flex the last second. He ended up getting 28 points. I was Man. so happy when that happened. Man. I um I think that right now running backs are few and far between. There's none of them on the waiver wires, and everybody's getting hurt. So it's tough right now. The running back position, they seem to all be taken. Well, because like, so you have not, your... You have like your your very few really good guys, and then there's just the drop off of yes. everyone else. So like there's no middle of the pack. If you don't have one of the few good ones. It's tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, receivers are the same way. Receivers are. It's just been so. It's it's been an interesting year. Like you know you can't count on certain receivers anymore like you could before. Stephon Diggs has been pretty he's consistent. He's been very consistent. It's all about the quarterback play. Yeah. Obviously, Cooper Cup, he's just getting targets, so he's, he's going to do Cooper well. Cup. Right. Um, Devontae Adams. I would say Tyreek Hill, he's been pretty consistent as well. Jalen Waddle's been pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Dolphins, too, is coming back. He yes. will be back on Sunday night against the Steelers. So uh, I was on I was on Dolphins uh, hiatus for a little bit because he was hurt. Obviously, I don't think the Dolphins are going to win with Skylar Thompson as their quarterback. But now that he's back, we'll get back on the Dolphins train and mm-hmm. um, hope for their success. But, uh, yeah, they've been pretty good. Um, but other than that, receiver-wise, it's been very up and down. I feel like it's kind of the same thing with tight ends as well. Yep. It's the same thing that it's always got been. got a few good guys. You've and- got – I wouldn't even put Kittle up there anymore necessarily because – well, he hasn't been producing, and he hasn't been playing a lot of games this year. I would year. say there are really it's only like, two. It's like it's Kelsey, Andrews, and I think that's it. That's it, because Hawkinson had one good week, but other than that, he's been pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Kyle so, Pitts has been meh. Tyler Higbee played Dalton decent Schultz has been absolutely this week, terrible. but same thing with Dallas Goddard. He's had a couple good weeks here and there, but once again, nothing special. So I... The struggle continues in fantasy. It's been it's been a crazy year. Nothing's been really consistent, and we keep like waiting for it to for it to be better. But it just every week is a toss up. Like I've had weeks where I'm like at 150 overall. I've had weeks that I'm like not even breaking 100, mm-hmm. and I know everyone's been having that. So with fantasy, you just gotta. It's all about at this point with the bye weeks and everything. You've got to snag the waiver wire picks and you just have to know targets wise quarterbacks it's just so difficult because you try and make these like educated decisions and they just don't pan out yeah it's it's tough but um that's what fantasy is so stick with it and um you just gotta learn to deal with it all right your time everyone's time will come okay your time will come yes it's week six it is a long season your time will come. There are still eight weeks left in the regular season for mm-hmm. fantasy. So that's plenty of time. We're not even halfway yet. So You're chilling. Just keep grinding. Keep researching. Keep at it. And keep listening to our podcast so that you can gain all of this knowledge. And if you ever have any questions, we will always be happy to help. Mm-hmm. Reach out to us. But that is our fantasy segment. Yes. So here is we like to end our shows on Under Review. I've brought to you an inspirational quote 
from the great Chuck Knoll. The critics are always wi- are always right. The only way you shut them up is by winning. Facts. And that's what everyone needs to take to heart, okay? Especially you, Dak. You have all these critics. Everyone telling you this, that, and the other. You're not good enough. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Just win. Just that's all we're win. asking for. If you, honestly, if you start winning, everybody loves you. Exactly. So do that, and you'll be fine. And we will keep doing that here at Under Review. Absolutely. Because we are winners. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for tuning in this week. It's been a good episode. We will see you all next week with more from the NFL and college football like we always bring you every week. Yes, sir. Signing off for now. See you next time.